Welcome to your effing 40s. I'm Leanne McLeod. And I'm Corey Harding. Thanks for listening. I used the computer. Yeah, I used the computer so that we could listen to his song. Oh, did you record it? You did. Yeah. yeah while we were down. talking. Sweet. Yeah, while you were talking and texting and trying to figure out how to mute things. Um, well, how to put it on. Did you not know we were recording when we did that? I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, it's been know. a rough couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're getting close to uh, giving her up. Yeah, my brain's on the fritz right now and I'm super hormonal. I'm hanging out with a lot of women. Glad so. you ended with hormonal. Yeah. <laughs> hormonal instead of hormonal. 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 It's a kid's show. Yes. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm just going through the the realization that I've got like 24 days now that we're recording, and it's really surreal. And I'm on lockdown, and I'm a super, super social butterfly. So. You're on lockdown now. No, the 27th I will be. Yes. Yeah, so this is my last show for a bit, and the next show will be you and Karen talking to people on stage right. and bantering. And your eulogy. Yes. No. She was great. <laughs> she rocked it for two years. Didn't make a lot of money, but right. she started to. So she's left it with me. Yeah, that's what you do is take it over. She left us a business. That yeah. That could be good or bad and stress you out a lot. It would be bad. Be <laughs> terrible. <laughs> You're the heart and soul of this business. There's just no way. You'd be like, ah, that was fun. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's no way we'd do it without you. Oh, thank so, you. So, uh, yeah, you just got to make it, man. I know. And I'm healthy, I think. I'm doing a pretty good job. I quit yeah. drinking. That was a hard weekend. Yeah. I used, I like. Your hair looks a little rough today. Okay. What do you mean, rough? I just put the headphones on. You got me looking. Nobody even knows what's going on here, but I'm touching my hair after he said that. It's because my bob. Well, yeah. It's humid out. Okay. It's humid out. And I tried a curling yarn today to calm it down, and we all know how that turned out. I burnt my finger and my thumb grabbing it. Right. So yes. That's my day today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cleaning houses. I'm almost done. Thank God. And then I can just hire and fire. I'm so excited. Yes. Yeah. You're into a new uh, a new type of talent agency. Yeah. You're yeah. People who are, are you willing, a good cleaner? Yeah. Who? Are this is a new show. Like to clean. Yeah. We're gonna have you votes. Work on your own schedule. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We're gonna have votes every week as to whether they're good and have the customers rate them. Hey man, whatever works, right? That's I think, where we're at. I, yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think you're paying uh, a fine wage there. Yeah, they are. So if you guys are looking for a job, reach out to me. I am hiring. Must have security clearance. And, uh, and car. And that number again is. It Should you be is, number out? Well, probably not. It is on my Facebook page. Yeah, you're right. Anybody can get your number. It's <laughs> like my number's on Facebook. Yeah. You know That's where. probably why I get all those weird calls all the time. Thank God I don't get weird calls. Although I just got two texts while we were in intermission here. For what? People like, who this? Do I know you? From two different numbers. It's like, why are you texting me asking me who the F I am? I'd be like, who are you? Yeah, I don't I like I don't get that. I'm now at the point where I see this stuff that I, I am if you're stressed in your life, like if you want to just, you know, punch a punching bag and there is no punching bag, or even if you have a punching bag and you, <laughs> and you feel you feel like this is just a punching bag. If you want to punch a real human, you know. These are the humans you've got to punch. You know, 
figuratively speaking, right? These are the people trying to rob you, like I say. I know, but you can't punch them. Yeah, but you can assault them verbally. You can, I always you tell them they have small wieners. Yeah, whatever. And I play like I'm the RCMP. Don't arrest me for that, but I pretend I'm going to send them to the fraud department. Play out your old traumas on them, right? Are you my therapist? <laughs> Let's talk. Yeah, well, <laughs> like you, some can, drama. You, you can go that way, but I'd just be like, berate them for cheating on you. Right? You give me all these ideas that I could really use now. Yeah. Just... No, just yell at a real human. Engage with them. Just be like, fuck you, because you are trying to rob me. You're literally trying to pickpocket me. Yep. Or fucking through phone. <clears throat> I think we've had this conversation before. I don't think I'm we... adamant about fucking with people trying to fuck with me now. Because I'm just like, I mean that I'm grumpy old man. I think I'm I'm grumpy old man, and I don't think you you just come by it honestly after You're just dealing more with humans. Crusty than usual, and that could be depletion getting older, like hormones change for men. What? Testosterone. Oh, hell no. Okay. Well, we don't want to know. <laughs> TMI. <laughs> There's yeah, I know you have a young not girlfriend, thirty three. We all know, Corey. We no, all know. no, we all didn't know the age. Did we? Um, yeah, I talk about it. No, no, we talked about ginger. <laughs> you talk about we talk. Yeah. Oh, we talked about it not on the show, but now it is. We've had some interesting stuff go on lately as a business. Like you've been doing stuff at Stampede. Let's talk about that. Yeah, actually, well, yeah, Yahoo Stampede's over. This is the uh, the Monday after. I've cleaned up all my accounts with them, and we uh, booked some talent for the Stampede or for the parade. I also do uh, event and PR photography for certain clients, and uh, it's a ton of fun. I can't say it because that's part of my contracts. I also have some great pictures that will actually be up because that's part of the nice thing about sort of working for them is I get all this great access. And so while I can't use the photos that I give to my clients, I'm in these wicked public access spaces and even private access spaces where I can get these cool photos and, uh, you know, just for my own portfolio. So check out my uh, Instagram, Corey Harding Photography. <laughs> is that your new advertising? No, this is how I speak to my clients <laughs> when I'm a photographer. Really? Yeah. I would hope not. Oh, yeah. They can no. be more seriously. Why? Because I think you're gay? <laughs> it helps. Trust me. It helps. That's I'm pulling that as part a creative, out. As a creative? Yeah, I guess. Eh? Right? That's why you wear those oh my God. glasses. Honestly, look, if you got to... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, if you got to be mistaken for a good creative, like if you've put people in a lineup, right, and go, all right, who's guilty of painting this painting? <laughs> The right. point at you with the glasses on with the freaking weird right. checkered or shoes and who stuff. Who do you think can recreate this masterpiece? Hey, right. speaking of checkered shoes, isn't your comedy the last comedy thing? This will be out afterwards. Speaking of my checkered shoes. Yes. Not well, just because I remember boots. them at Stampede. They weren't cowboy boots or the boots. They're the dock boots, my right? My dock boots, yes. yes. So the last competition is tomorrow, and we won't be releasing this for a week and a half. So. Yes, so we will have a winner of the OCC by the time this comes out. Check out who our new champion is. Cool. And who's in the who's the last two? Is it the last, last two? Last two. There's ten. There's ten tomorrow. There's ten people competing, doing their best seven minutes. Oh God, darn it! <laughs> but it's, it's, it's the two best from all the five weeks of ten. Oh, okay. Or whatever, five, six people competing in that for a chunk of change. So this is the the creme de la crop, and it will be five hundred dollars to winner, two fifty to second, and one hundred dollars to first. 
which uh, turns out to be about as much as we made on ticket sales. Well, that's better than what you thought. <laughs> God, my fingers are crossed. I'm like, am I going to lose money doing this? But it's going to be great. We have a good crowd expected tomorrow, and we're doing recordings for everyone. And, and one of the nice things is that win, lose, or draw, the comedians will get their best seven minutes recorded with audience professionally done. Oh, nice. Uh, so that, and that's worth money. Are you piecing that together like as a promo for your business? What business? Your comedian business. Huh? Your comedy business on no, Tuesday I'm, nights. No, I'm giving it to them so that they can make money off of it on things like Sirius XM and stuff like that because they're looking for clean content like that. And right. those guys can get residual checks like I say, win, lose, or draw, they can get residual checks off their jokes sending those in. It's money in their pockets. So all 10 finalists will uh, be uh, given that, uh, their seven-minute recordings. Nicely done. Yeah, that's one. So of no matter perks. what, you get a prize. No matter what, you get a prize. And some people just get $500 and uh, one, <laughs> one person. <laughs> some people just and get $500. They'll, and they'll literally never get paid that rate of pay for seven minutes of comedy again. If they do, they will have forgotten about me long ago because they'll be so freaking famous to get $500 for seven minutes of comedy. What do you guys make for seven minutes of comedy? <laughs> Okay, look. 25 let's bucks? Say, let's say if it was a corporate and it was clean and it was Christmas. Christmas? Christmas. <laughs> I, I can't say, you know, we can't say that anymore. Cause... What? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> uh, so let's say, I don't know, I need to do some math. Uh, so sorry, you asked me for seven minutes. Oh, God, that's a, that's a good math question. Um, <clears throat> seven. I feel like I should have a drummer in the back right now with a drum roll. So, but you do like four, you do 45 minutes. So seven, 45, let's, let's call it an eighth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's call it an eighth of your set. So, uh, which is uh, one eighth. Uh, so, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. At that point, um, you're probably... Uh, eighth of eighth of five thousand. So, yeah, you're probably getting over it at that point. You know. What are you getting? Well, you'd be getting five thousand for forty five minutes, which you know, forty five minutes, seven minutes of forty five. Like there's five thousand for forty five forty five minutes of clean corporate comedy. Huh. At a uh, at a like you know a Christmas party or something like that. That is not an unusual amount. And that is not a Robin Williams. That's a uh, a comic that you may never have heard of, but has credits in the in the business. I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Listen, I like my business. Just just think about the agent who's making the uh, percentage on that. I know, but I don't deal with comedians very well. They don't like me sometimes. Because then they ask me. The question is every time are you a comedian? And I said, no, but I think I'm funny. And that's my answer. And I, cause I always do think yeah, I'm well, funny. I can see why they hate you. Yeah. But my, 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 it's a terrible answer. It's true. Uh, I think I'm funny. I laugh at myself all the time. I do some weird shit sometimes mm -hmm. and I catch myself doing it. We all do weird stuff, yeah. but I make humor out of every bad situation that there is. Cause life is really short. There's now. a certain amount of snobbery around comics. Yes. The animal of a comedian is very diva. Like, 
probably more diva like than I've had to deal with artists. Oh, uh, absolutely, because well, for one thing, and you really um, have to be careful about how much you offend. As even opposed to musicians, offended. when you make a mistake, hardly anybody notices. Yeah, right. Like, when you and the whole room so notices. When, when the whole room notices, I'm the only source of entertainment up there, right? So when I fuck up, it's like, oh, there we go. Looks what happens. There's not a yeah. fucking drum and a bass player and a singer, you know, covering for covering me your ass. Yeah, I'm like, you're here while I get back in tune. Rightfully, uh, no, rightfully you know, so. So, so it, it takes a certain kind of fuck yeah, I can do that attitude, which you know, I guess breeds a diva mentality in in a lot of respects. And you know, I noticed it right away when I went over to music. And when I started getting integrated in the music when, with Alberta's own, because I was asked to come out and MC, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know photography started, and then MCing, and then stage management, and then production management, and then you know yada yada all the way up the chain, just because of comedy, right? But I noticed the music community, which is why I love my summers are so great. Now they're just everybody. Helps everybody. Yeah, they work together. It's not these little islands of fuck you, that's mine. Guess who's doing, you know, and trying to tear each other down so that you can move up in the chain. Like it's just comedians are crabs in a bucket. And so, and musicians are like just this collaborative, hey man, let's do that. They're like family. Like they all become family, but you know, it's. But it also doesn't work if they don't become family. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. So it's a necessity of their business working as well i mean they they you've definitely got some divas that i deal with occasionally and oh, yeah and i just have to kind of stand my ground and Lead sometimes I'll, there's no diva drummers oh there's some diva drummers i've dealt with some drummers that are kind of diva like okay, yeah off, not off air roll off air roll no no i'll be honest uh, no, i don't no, say who they are no yeah yeah i won't we'll say who they is. are but i'm just saying there are some that kind of like and it might be an off day right and i i think dealing with uh musicians like i said comedians even when i was running your show they were really disappointed that you weren't there which was fine that's good that's loyalty as a artist period right because comedy is an art as far as i'm concerned yeah it takes a lot to rehearse and remember your story and make it good and make people laugh every time that they're in the room and entertain them right yeah. and keep the, the room going i'm a comedy nerd too with the comedians that show up with yeah. the time that i have to be a comedy nerd when yeah. i'm there and i love talking the art yeah. of it right? yeah so for me i'm not i don't really understand it so i'm more the sit off to the side and let you handle it mm-hmm. i just i'm very quiet uh which is funny because i'm never quiet but I just like kind of hanging out of your element at that point. Well, it's not my, it's not my realm. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. but I like watching, I get a kick at everybody. It's nice meeting everybody, but it's different than music because music's my niche and that's my big deal. That makes me happy. That's my therapy. Even, you know, I pick the weirdest music driving sometimes. Like sometimes they can go from like rock to like Snoop Dogg to like heavy metal. Mm-hmm to classic like yeah. it's and it's like a a whole variety and that that for me is every genre yeah. other than i know country <laughs> i have to be, and i'll say it i i still tell it <laughs> speaking of no country our guest tonight yeah so <laughs> kevin's gonna be like what what the yeah. hell am i getting yeah. into no um i like country but my father was really super twangy and was a cowboy so to be honest like we talked about him when well, he does his there's a little like, freudian thing. thing going on here well no he used to sing like uh ghost rider in the sky and really badly 
like that one song that was a long time ago. Um, and all my exes live in Texas was just like, it was awful. You never heard those? Yeah, I've heard them. Yeah. Just because he did badly. them badly. Yeah. Doesn't... But I was in a car for four hours. <laughs> the same song over and over. <laughs> oh, He's just giving her and I'm like, no. And he sounded like a dying cat. So he kind of ruined it for me. My mom got me into rock. She used to sing a lot before her vocal cords went all nuts. And she was actually in a band. Mm -hmm. So she's done a lot of stuff musically. And then she told me when I was younger that I sound like a dying cat. Mm -hmm. But your voice improves as you get older, right? So mine changed. Well, it stabilizes for sure. <laughs> sometimes you get better. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a muscle. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a thing of training. And uh, yeah, yeah if you, like anything, like anything in life, if you don't get it right away and somebody tells you you sound like a dying cat, uh, yeah, don't take it personally and practice. If and practice. Yeah. I can I, sing when I want to. Yeah. I get really nervous a lot of times. Yeah. I actually was proud of myself because I've been letting go a lot more of my nerves yeah. because I don't have, like, I have to go for surgery. I'm going to be locked down. And like I said, I'm a social human being. Yeah. So I went and did karaoke. It was about two weeks ago and I got up and I did It's My Life by Bon Jovi. It was the first time where I could hit everything clearly. Oh, you should have said it's my kidney. It's my, I should have. It's my Hey, I kidney. still have one more weekend. I can go it's this now. weekend. Oh, now. Let's do that. Saturday. It's my kidney. <laughs> I ain't gonna live. <laughs> Don't, no. <laughs> I ain't gonna live forever. <laughs> That's not good, Corey, because that song keeps coming bow, on. Bow. Here comes the knife. <laughs> We are going to harvest you. Oh, well, we, we, can we do it for the harvest party? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, should we should figure. We should. We gotta write the write the lyrics. <laughs> we got like three days, man. Three days. Yeah, this Thursday. Okay. Yeah, so we're gonna rewrite the kidney song. Stay tuned. Hopefully, somebody records it. So now we have a task for the next two days. Here comes the knife. No. Yeah. It's my life. Hmm. It's my life. Here comes the knife. Well, it does work. Anyways, you guys, as we're pondering my <laughs> harvest song. <laughs> oh, it's never going to be better than I and just enjoyed it, I'm sure. Yeah, you guys all get my last show. That's the last one ever. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm coming back. I'm too evil to die. So anyways, I'm to too evil. Evil. I have things I want to say. Exactly. And I'm going to take over the world. <laughs> No, I'm just going to take over most of the entertainment business eventually. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm cutting that right now. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's start the, <laughs> the band. <laughs> Anyways. You grab your fingers together when you do that. Right? Well, oh. you can't because you burn them. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even light it. Uh, no oh, lighting. thank you for listening to episode 71. 72. 72. 72 and 73 will be Karen and Corey. Yeah. And thanks Killer to all our Karen. sponsors. Yeah. Thanks you guys for putting up with our craziness and uh, bearing with us through all the company changes. Ch -ch -ch Goodbye. And I'll talk to you guys after the surgery. My eyeball, my eyes. The Epping 40s is sponsored by Pilot's Friend Energy Drink. One Wheel Services. Comedy Tuesday Night. John William Wade. Corner Salon. Bucket Brigade Recording Studios. The Blind Beggar Smokehouse. Tracks VR. Claudia Santiago Entertainment.
Yeah. I don't know how to do the do not disturb on this one. Well, but you're connected to the Bluetooth. Yeah. I can barely catch my breath. I'm thinking the worst and hoping for the best. I gotta find Do Not Disturb too. When those sirens are gone. Now my shift is finally over. I gotta deal with what's mine. And try to find a way to leave those tragedies behind. So I hug my two children. I kiss on my wife. Just another day, the first responder's life. Superheroes were just ordinary people trying to make a difference. And the first don't ever see. It's a heavy, heavy burden to carry all this burden. When you cannot see the things you see, it keeps going on. <sighs> Okay, I'm on dis do not disturb now. First on every scene, and it's a heavy, heavy burden to carry all this burden when you cannot see the things you see. It keeps going on. When those sirens are gone, it keeps going on. When those sirens are gone. I've never really looked at the uh, most recently played um, histogram. Yeah. Uh, I, I look at it for other videos I watch. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily for music videos, but the, just the smooth distribution and then the fact that it just gets replayed 
at the start from the start the most. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's a good two. All right, let's do this. We're talking to him first. We're going to banter. Yeah, we'll do that first because I told him four o'clock. Okay. And he's probably pretty tired. He's been working all week. What does he do? He's a first responder. <laughs> Why are you not connecting? I am not connected. Hold on. <coughs> there we go. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Kevin. It's Leanne and Corey from the Affing 40s. Hey. Hello. How's thanks. it going? Thanks for being here. Good. No problem. Thanks for having me. Well, her, thanks for being where you are and yeah. on the phone with us. Well, he's coming to visit Calgary soon. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Darn right. When's that happening? September. Awesome. Are you coming to the beggar? I'll come wherever you want me to be. <laughs> okay. Well, well that's we making it easier. But how Wait. long are you down for? Well, I think we booked from Wednesday till Monday, something like that. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All that right. That could work. Yeah, we can work something We'll be there. Uh, just went through your song. I guess the thing that comes to my mind is people always tell you to write what you know. Yes. And you've done just a really great job of putting a first responder's life to, you know, to verse. It's uh, really, really powerful. I love it. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. And it's done, uh, it's done some wonders for, uh, for a lot of people, not just me. I wrote it for me, but it wasn't just for me. That's for sure. And so what kind of response are you getting from it? Is our first responders really connecting with it? Oh yeah. Believe it or not, when I first put the song out, I, I released it in Toronto and when I released it, it was, it, the impact was, was felt worldwide. I had messages basically from all parts of, of the world, um, including Russia, police officers and firefighters in, uh, in Pakistan. And, and the whole world was, was sort of affected by it. And that probably the reason why I got so many views and it was listened to so many times. And then of course it went on Spotify and Napster and all these different things. And, and it just kept going and going and going and it just didn't stop. And, and I literally, 20 minutes before you called, I got another message from um, a firefighter in the United States that just found the song today, resonated with his life. And, um, you know, he, he just said, you know, I found something that I can listen to and sort of I can, you know, that, that I can listen to it and say, you know, I'm not alone. I, I, I felt what you have felt. That must when, be when so, so inspiring. And how did the song come about? Basically, I've always wanted to write a song about my career as a paramedic and a firefighter. And uh, so I, I was chatting with a friend of mine who lived out in uh, Vancouver, another songwriter. And I said, I want to I want to put this on paper. And, I, and, you know, how can we do it that I can sort of put on paper exactly how I'm, you know, how my life is while I'm at work and while I'm outside of work. And he said, well, why don't we just why don't we just uh, you tell me about your your day as a when you go to work as a paramedic and and each each thing that you that I ask you will write it down so back to that's how the song was written wow. he almost just said tell me about your day yeah and then we just that that's how the song came about it, yeah. it was the strangest thing holy cow so how how long was that writing process I'm fascinated now I would think it would probably took about two hours and then of course you 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 kind of mess with it quite yeah. a bit you know, as the days and the weeks go by and, you know, you sort of throw words in and change words to make it sound a little bit better as songwriters, you know, as you become better as a songwriter, you kind of understand how to write songs a little better, um, how to flow words a little better. And, and over probably 
I would say probably close to a month. I, I kind of just messed with it, played at home, you know, a few times. I couldn't really sing it for a while. Like it kind of kept hearing that made me cry because I was thinking about my life and that's yeah. how my life went as a first responder. Well, it's very, um, it's very powerful. It is. Yeah. So it took me a long time to actually put, you know, to actually get it out there and to start singing without actually tearing up and, and choking up and crying when I was supposed to sing it because it's so powerful and it was about my family and it was about me and, and my job and, and so that's kind of sort of how it how it went, and then eventually just put it out on social media, and then it exploded from there. Obviously, you're playing and singing this song, but mm-hmm. how how far are you in your music career? This is yeah. How long have you been doing music? I started doing music when I was four. I started singing live performances before I can almost remember. Um, and then basically in 2009 is when I went and did my first. I did it. It's my second album. But it was my first real album in Nashville. I got to meet a whole bunch of people there and, and um, you know, great musicians and songwriters. And, and when I got back, I started playing shows. I started playing shows with, you know, opening for people like Little Texas. And I was on stage with Paul Brandt and a bunch of people. So that kind of how it got started. Yeah. And then it just sort of went from there. And, and I got involved with CCMAs. Um, you know, get to meet a bunch of people in the industry. And I was going every year. So I become friends with those those people. Um, and then it just, it just kept going. And then when I put sirens out, it went to a, a, in a completely different turn, a different level. And I started traveling through North America, um, because of that, because of that particular song. Wow. What a great, what a great arc. Yeah. Yeah. And how old are you? The way way it worked. I just turned 49 actually. Oh, so you're still in the (laughs) forties. I look like I'm 35 though. Oh, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my parents are very young looking, so I, I don't really tell people my age too much. But when I tell them I'm a, I've been a firefighter for 30 years and a paramedic for 28, they kind of go, oh, well, he didn't start when he was eight. <laughs> yeah. Older, right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, to actually, you know, that's a very stressful job. So to stay looking young. Uh, yes. And healthy and happy. Exactly. Absolutely. That's the key. Yeah. So has music, you know, been your catharsis for this type of stress that you go through daily in your life or? Absolutely. Yeah. So my, I always call it my therapy. So my, my therapy is being on stage. My therapy is watching everybody else have fun on on my behalf, watching them smile, seeing what they're, you know, how they react to, to my performances. That clears my mind. It, It takes me away from the trauma that I've dealt with for years and years and you know the stress and the anxieties and and once i'm there and i'm playing it's just um, i become a different person it's it's the now the performer and you know i've, I've kind of got that knack and i and i sort of learned how to how to shut that off and and turn on performing and then if you know when i go back to my my stressful job as a paramedic and firefighter then you know i'm back to that person but it's a completely different person when i'm on stage and it is my therapy for sure. It, it sort of it, it makes me feel alive again each yeah. performance. But you're still telling people not to drink and drive, right? Constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I do it every show. Every show. Listen, guys, I've seen bad things. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I've seen it, so don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a yeah. That's fascinating. You have a family, obviously. Yeah, I do. Yep. I got three kids. Three kids. How, um, how old yeah. are they? Uh, my oldest boy just turned 17 on Saturday. Right on. And he's going into grade 12. Uh, my middle child is uh, going to be 15 
in October, and my little girl will be six in August. Nice. Yeah. And you're married then? I am currently single. Oh, there you go, ladies. See, this is Leanne's effing 40s dating site. Right. Just kidding. Single. Well, I can hook you up when you come down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. We'll have ladies waiting. I'm like, no, I'm not just booking him. I'm pimping him. No, just yeah. kidding. Yeah. Listen, if that's what you got to do for, you know, to enhance a career, then you got to do Yeah, that. there you go. <laughs> not against a casting coach. Okay. No. So, uh, yeah. So, if any venues are listening to me, I'm trying to book right now so get a hold of me yeah get, get it yeah i'd love to, i'd love to come out there and perform and i i can promise you you, you won't be disappointed uh, yeah. well we're definitely gonna i think put you on the wednesday night when you get in at the beggar if you're in time if you're in time if i get there in time yeah, yeah. i'll have to check my flight times but yeah let us know even, even switch it to tuesday i really i'm, a, I'm up for anything really so sweet yeah well, thanks for your time tonight, and I will be in contact with you soon. Do you want to give a shout-out for your links? Quickest, way. Way. Quickest yeah. way people can find yeah. uh, Oh, gosh, anything. Uh, Kevin Davidson Music on Instagram, Kevin Davidson Music on Facebook. Twitter account is Kevin Davidson 11, Medic Singer 11 uh, for my uh, Snap chat. And TikTok is just Kevin Davidson Music. There's a whole whack of them. See, this is what these artists need to learn. They need this. (laughs) We have a lot of like, we don't have Facebook. I'm like, get a Facebook. Now I'll ask you, but I'll ask you this. How how, uh, are you doing this now? Are you at the level or do you have a social media person? I used to do social media person. Things got really wonky before COVID, just before COVID hit because we knew there was going to be some stressors. Yeah. I do have a booking agent that I can use. I do use, he does book some fairly decent shows yeah. the Cavendish Beach Music Festival, things like that. So she does do that stuff. I also do a lot of stuff on my own because when I'm, when people message me as a first responder that has that song, they message me as a first responder and a musician. So I can technically book, book that myself. Right. Thanks for trusting us with your booking in Calgary. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. See, then that kind of, and I'm I'm okay doing that. I I guess I'm in that part of my career where I can, I can just talk to people and I can book it if I want to, if if it gets weird and things get kind of wonky, I'm just going to pass them over to the the lady that does my booking because she deals with it better than I would, unless it's a really easy transition and then I can just do it. Yeah, absolutely. If that makes any sense whatsoever. It does. Sure does. That's that's the Leanne. That's the Leanne phase you're in that's the what people turn bookings over to you when they need a heavy yeah i know <laughs> a little heavy it, i just well, i just I'm gonna i just like to get the job done yeah. <laughs> you seem like a bit of a go-getter yeah. uh yeah i run oh, three yeah. companies <laughs> there you go <laughs> so you're busy well yeah i'm not making money yet but that's coming yeah. but we look yeah. forward to having you thanks for joining us on our our show tonight and uh we'll uh let you know in the next week and a half when this show goes out and then we look forward to meeting you when you come absolutely can't wait yeah right. what a great story yeah um, amazing yeah